Hello. We're back. Again. Yeah. Oh. And even though you're hearing this, I think, oh, they're back. Uh, they must have been allowed to do another <laughs> show. We're actually recording this before we're even, like, allowed officially. Hopefully this will be made a future, a future-ball podcast. Yeah, hopefully this will be, in the future, a podcast. An actual one that you can listen to. Oh, yeah, when I say you, there might not be anyone listening to this. It might just be me and you downloading it. Might be just, yeah. Because we get a little artwork. Just listening again. Hello, it's us talking to ourselves. Anyway. We've got a glorious show planned today. And by a glorious <laughs> show planned today, we mean no plan whatsoever. Other than we've got a theme. Last week, we came up with a theme on the spot. And we thought, oh, you know what? That's a good idea. Let's keep doing a theme. A theme show. Last theme, last week's theme was uh, fame. Yes. Theme fame. And this week's theme is sex. Sex. We're going to talk about sex. Filthy. Naughty, dirty, horrible sex. Raunchy. And they're um, adjectives that Lewis likes. Right, so... <laughs> Naughty and adjectives. Lewis, just in case anyone's listening there that doesn't know, what is sex? Um, well, um, I heard that when a mummy and daddy love each other very much, they kiss under covers. And sometimes shout out strange things. Strange things like what? Get that out! <laughs> Alright, well apparently that is what sex is. Now, we've co- we're coming from two very different angles on this. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> thanks. Um, oh no, oh, now that we've given the theme of sex, we're just going to be dirty the whole way through, aren't we? Why not? This radio show is going to just turn disgusting. Into smut. Oh dear, sorry. It's already gone into chaos. Well, I was watching John Barrowman last night, so you can't get many more double entendres than what he fits into a show. What he fits into his what? (laughs) Right, anyway. (laughs) Lewis is in a loving relationship. Yes. They probably do it. Um, I, on the other hand, am not. I'm actually a Christian. Look at me go. So I believe that I will wait till marriage till I do it. So... I'm doing a whole radio show on sex, and I don't even know the littlest thing about it, <laughs> other than it involves willies. Um, that's about it. Right, so we're going to not exactly teach you about sex, but just talk about sex, and then probably other things, and somehow do a tenuous link back to sex. Yeah, um, well, we're going to be, today we're going to be a bit that, we're going to be a bit like Google. We're going to link everything back to sex. Yeah, Google is pretty mental. Uh, we were Googling our names earlier, and we were finding out if we link back to sex. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Google yes. my name. Um, I will Google your name. Could you panter over while I Google your what, name? What, banter over you? He's just typed an L and pressed enter. <laughs> we're just doing Michael, just to specify. We're not doing Pasquale. Uh, just my first name. Images. Oh, well. Oh, Michael Jackson. Oh, well, yeah, that one's too. a bit... Sort of yeah, but um, there is some, some guy that's come up... Um, He's, he's made on a computer. He's made on a computer. He's not a real man, but he is nearly naked. He does have a surprisingly large package. And now quickly type Lewis before this show goes like last show, but really quickly, <laughs> and we just Google stuff all the time. Um, yeah, so we're going to be discussing sex, the nature of sex. Uh, I don't know, what can he talk about when you talk about sex? Uh, um, well, we could talk... Lewis has got the dodgiest picture. I have uh, a man with Spread. A, an Spread absolute... with absolute vodka buyers. I think that's from Sex in the Sitter. So again, linking back to sex. Again, doing a link there and revealing that Lewis is a homosexual because he likes Sex in the City. <laughs> Not that that's a bad thing. Not that that's a bad thing. 
to like Sex and the City. Um, right. <laughs> and of course, the best way. Or to be a homosexual. Right, we have. Or to be a homosexual. <laughs> but the best thing to look to like find out stuff about sex, right, is to get one of these like trashy magazines. Right. Cosmopolitan. Like Cosmopolitan. Even, and no matter how highly it regards itself, it is just full of slags. So we are going to read some bits from Cosmopolitan. Just some advice. Wait, let's have a look at these um these questions. Well, these questions. Are you all right reading? Because I know in the past on the radio you have struggled reading. Yeah, uh, yeah. I have my little interpreter here. Right. Okay. Go, Mr. Interpreter. Right then. Sex sorted. This is a letter from a reader of Cosmopolitan. I got really drunk at the end of term and slept with a guy from my holes without a condom. I've seen Sir rumours he has chlamydia, and now I'm worried I might have it too. Ha 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 ha. It serves you right. What? The thing is, why do you need to write? Like, why do you need to write into a magazine about that? Can't you just. Surely everyone knows just to go sort of get it checked out. Yeah, um. She has to have this woman tell her to go to a gum clinic. Is that what the woman says as well, just to go to a gum clinic? And to stop sleeping with random blokes from your holes. Does she actually say that, or does does she allow that? I wouldn't be surprised. Probably very much allowed. It's probably encouraged. Oh no, yeah, no. It's right. The the main problem here, obviously, is that she needs to go to the gun clinic. Not that she needs to stop being a massive slut. (laughs) No offense to that woman, but you are a massive slut. (laughs) I'm sorry, but you see it on Jeremy Kyle as well, and all of them sort of programs, right? There's people going on, he's like, wear a condom. No, stop just doing it with everyone that you see. Bloody hell, most of them on there are ugly as well. Let's talk about, how about views? What is, um, is it right for a man to sleep around, but not a woman? What is the difference? Of course not, it's not right for anyone to sleep around. Well, that's my opinion. Well, who's your favourite comedian? Well... No, Just I, because I like his comedy does not mean I agree with the way he lives. I believe that, it, it, uh, although we are equal, it is a lot more precious to a woman. I think it might be more precious to a woman, but that doesn't mean that men have got the right... What do you mean by it? Sex. Yes. I don't think it gives the man the right to just go around humping everything, though. Mm, it no. might be more precious to a woman, but a man shouldn't sort of view it as... Just, oh, we'll just do it. Let's we do it. <laughs> just go everywhere doing it. Because, like, I don't know. There's obviously lots of different views in the world. But let's move on to this story that we found. This story, I like this story because it's really encouraging. Although I was, right, I was skinny as a baby boy, but fat baby boys are more likely to have sex earlier in their lives. Boys who gain the most weight in their first six months of development go on to be taller and stronger as adults, which increases the likelihood that they will lose their virginity sooner. The reason those first six months are important is because the babies are making the best use of the testosterone that is coursing through their tiny little bodies, those dirty babies. What? Uh, I didn't know that big and strong people will lose their virginity sooner. Probably because there's massive yeah. sluts from Cosmo around to sleep with them. Yeah, that's probably... Like, <laughs> Well, I, that that goes to show, doesn't it? I was a really skinny baby. Like, as I grew, until I was about 12, I was really skinny, and then all of a sudden I went fat. But then it's too late then. I was, the I was skinny younger, and then um, got fat older, and then lost a bit of weight. Then I've put it back on, and I'm where I am now. We did it wrong, didn't we? We did it the wrong way around. We should have come out fat. We should have come out of that place fat. Fat little babies. Should we but go we weren't. back to Cosmo? Back to Cosmo. Go for it. Cosmo's the way, um, way to go. Get ready to ramp up your sex life. Four tips. But we'll just stop. Well, why don't we make this our new t- new item? Lewis, 
tells you how to be sexy. <laughs> Go on, Lewis. I think first you need to wear a suitable tie. <laughs> Fair enough. What's the next tip in being sexy? Cut your nails appropriately. And what's next on the sexy list? Grow a bit of stubble, then shave it off. And now do a list of sexy things without me having to say what's the next <laughs> thing each time I do it. Alright, well I am, I am jaunting off. I, um, introduce a duck into the bedroom. Right, well, I just, well that's just a duck. A duck. A duck. The quacking sound apparently is terrific. Really? Yeah. Where did you hear this from? The duck. Oh, the duck. Right, did you know, this is really sexy, that sea cucumbers breathe through their bottoms. Did you know that? What's a sea cucumber? Um, it's like a cucumber that lives in the sea. Have you seen Jackass? But, yeah, but no, no, no. There's one. There's one bit when they get some sea cucumbers. Sea cucumbers, when scared, they sort of like spill a bit of white stuff, and the Jackass people thought it would be funny to sort of... Oh, yeah, yeah I've seen that, uh, actually. Jack um, off a sea cucumber. I think cucumbers in general can be classed as sexy dependent. No, no. Oh, right, I am... Sorry, we're falling to pieces already. <laughs> we're falling to pieces already, and we're only ten, well, not even ten minutes into the show. We're already falling to pieces. Right, do you know what happens when we fall to pieces? Read some more um, Cosmo. <laughs> right, so what have we got? Create your orgasm map. Surely a sat-nav would suffice. Well, this day and age. They yeah, could even do the... Dated. They could even do the sexy vice. It's not, yeah, I know, it's not sexy having, like... But you could download one. Bare left in ten seconds. It's not sexy if you're having sex and you have to sort of rifle through sort of like, uh, what are they called? Those massive maps. Oh, I can't remember what their name is. But those maps and like get a massive map out and it's all big and like rustling everywhere. And Ordnance survey. Ordnance survey maps. You don't want them out in the bedroom. You want a nice little sat nav. Um, this is a fun story we've heard. Um, this was on the front of the Daily Sport. So... <laughs> It kind of tells you what type of story it is. And it also bit. suggests how we feel our radio show is going. Because <laughs> we return to the Daily Star. But go, 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 go for it. Woman stabs fella in Malteser up bum row. Right, so I want to... <laughs> that's not enough information for me, the headline. Uh, I want to know more. Let's read What on. is going on there? A woman knifed a man in the head after she became angry about him putting a chocolate Malteser up her bottom. In the head? <laughs> Oh. So he put a chocolate Malteser up her bum. Yeah. And she knifed him in the head. Yeah. Like what, what sort of context was she putting the Malteser up her bum? Let's read. Rosemary O'Shea repeatedly slashed at Thomas Fines with a nine inch blade after flying into an uncontrollable rage. Oh, that, that's. We want to get to the Malteser. Let's <laughs> carry on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, so it says up her bum, but then here it says he put it down her trousers. But so what's going on? Upper bum voucher. Upper bum sells, apparently. Right, well, apparently, he put it down the back of her trousers and she got a knife and stabbed him in the head. <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> that seems like a bit of an overreaction. What do you think? <laughs> um, yeah, personally. You... I mean, just to clear up, this was in the context of sort of getting a bit naughty. So, even though it's weird, she did invite him back into his house to sort of, you know, get with him and stuff. So... You could have just said, can you not put a Maltese on my bum or something? I bet she crapped herself and tried to blame it on him. That's what she did. She did a little, tiny little plop. I think what would have been a better reaction is if she was to just fart in his face and shoot the Maltese into his forehead. 
Bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with your head? It's got right dirty since we started. To... Oh, there I go again with my Sheff- Sheffield words. Say right. 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 Good. That's what they say in Sheffield for anyone that's never been to Sheffield. Talking of Sheffield and sex, really, because what happens when you have sex? You have babies. And, uh, yeah, Sheffield Wednesday released the word of baby well. And <laughs> you it... don't always have babies, Lewis, just to clarify. <laughs> well, it can happen. It can happen, but you don't always get them. That's why you don't have a child. <laughs> um... <laughs> I have millions! <laughs> <laughs> I've lots of little children running around. I wouldn't. Oh, bloody hell, he's nearly got my name. Yeah. Hey, look at this. There's a guy with nearly my name. Pasqualino, is he famous? Do he's, I? He's the, he's the Asian-looking one from Skins. Right, he's nearly got my name, and he's a. He's, he's, Let like, me just point this out, right? He's in like the fold, sort of all like, all like nearly naked, right? And so he's meant to be sort of sexy, right? And it says Luke Pasqualino. Now in Italian, Eno means like you put it on the end of something small, right? So. What I'm saying is that if all I'm saying is if Luke here is so sexy but he's small, then well you can you can work it out, can't you? Now something that's linked to sex in lots of ways is rock and roll and therefore drugs. And we had a fact about drugs that Lewis has just lost. Well done, Lewis. Basically, the story of Jekyll and Hyde was written on like in like three days on like a massive cocaine binge. Do you know that? No. It's quite interesting. Was was the cocaine referring to himself as like when he took the cocaine that he turned into Mr. Hyde? Perhaps. I've not read it. <laughs> Me neither. I've never read that book. All I know about it is roughly the story and then uh, that it's in Van Helsing. I think, and... I think at one bit he strangles a woman. In one bit he strangles a woman. Oh that might be Frankenstein. Frankenstein I've read Frankenstein, I had to read it in English. Frankenstein is just like a guy who makes a monster and the monster sort of runs off up a hill. Yeah, but then he kills somebody. He might accidentally, but he's actually nice. I remember reading Frankenstein, and they used to cross the word damn out, so it'd just be da- D and a line, because damn was rude back in them days, and you wouldn't be able to say damn, and would go, ooh. Which what, is weird. What days are these? The, the 1920s. <laughs> well, when was Frankenstein written? Oh, right. I thought you were saying that you thought it was rude to say damn. No. When, when Frankenstein <laughs> was written in the book, it crossed it out, because at the time, that would have been rude to write the Why word Why were you damn. reading these arguments? Archaeological Frankenstein. We had to read it in English. I don't know. They just get reissued like a 1994 print. No, you don't get reissued the 1994 version of Shakespeare with like no, but it's reprinted. Yeah, but if it was crossed out, they'd still leave it crossed out, probably. Well, why did he bother putting it in? Because he put the D (laughs) and then the line, so you know what it means. But it's not meant to be read. I don't know. It was written by a woman. Let's not be sexist. What Frankenstein? Mary Shelley. Oh, fair enough. Well, because we're by a woman. So what does that say about sex? Must say something. That Come she, on. That she wanted to create a perfect man, but when she did, he was made up of corpse parts and run off and strangled some Which child. is interesting. Does that suggest that maybe there is no such thing as a perfect partner? Well, you're, you're, you're looking good, Juan. Oh, you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, you're taken. Um, <laughs> well... about uh, this is probably not what she meant at all but you can never find someone that's going to be perfect but then that's what you sex to... and relationships and love is all about you isn't work it? your way through them you've got to work at them but then at the end of the day i imagine they're quite fun 
most of the time. But I imagine relationships are fun. We've got 15 minutes, Lewis. Oh, dear. Right. Let's do a story about what happened this week. What happened in your week? Let's get off sex. Sex is boring. What happened in your week? <laughs> Let's get off sex. Yeah. <laughs> Just <What>? roll over. <laughs> what happened in get your off. week, Lewis? <laughs> get off me, sex! Get right off, you dirty concept! Off of me! What did you do this week? I, um... Oh, sp- shall we speak of children? Where does that come from? Oh, well, we were talking about sex and children, but even though we're going off, I've got quite a funny story about children. All right, speak about children. I went to the Doctor Who live show. <laughs> so when you said to speak about children, you mean, tell me what you did that's a bit childish, right? So yeah. what, what oh, was yeah. it the Doctor Who live show? Um, Neil from the Do a review of it. Do a review. Uh, yeah. The Doctor Who live show. Oh. This is Lewis's review on Doctor Who, the live show. Well, think of the best thing ever. Times it by two and add Daleks and Neil from the Young Ones. And you have the Doctor Who live show. It was quite brilliant. There were little children all around dressed up as a, dressed up as the Doctor. And I just wanted to kidnap one. <laughs> keep him in a little... Keep him in his original packaging and put him on my wall. Right. Um, and are you now regretting that you've said that you're a pedo on radio? <laughs> uh, never admitted that. Gareth, we all know, is the real one. Right. No one knows who Gareth is. Yes, no one does know. We're, we're we can't too... slag off Gareth on the radio. <laughs> no one knows who he is. Right, Gareth <laughs> well, Jones. Not, hang on, no one knows who he is. We're safe. Ga- Gareth. Oh, that may not be his name for legal reasons. But we will call him Gareth Jones for now. Isn't even a pedo, but he sort of thinks the one off Kick-Ass is hot. She's about nine. She's probably about nine. <laughs> How old is she? She's 13. Oh, we've, well. got another, we've got another helper. Every week, we're going to get a new helper. So by the time we get to, like, 100 shows, we're going to have 100 people. So we've got Leanna, and then we've got Matt in here today who's helping us out as well. Matt knows her age for some reason. Uh, <laughs> why is that, Matthew? Um, he's been Googling. He doesn't need to know. He's been looking at Gareth's <laughs> Google history. He's been going through Gareth's Googling history, and he's found out that she's 13, and... Um, uh, Gareth, that was weird Gareth, when Gareth said that. Gareth's going a bit angry. If, Maybe if he shouldn't have said name, it. But... If that is his name. It was you that said it. What? You brought it up. You said about Gareth. He, right. He brought up the And also, thing. how can you go around judging Gareth? Ju- Gareth said, oh, a 13-year-old's quite hot, right? He went to a Doctor Who show and wanted to kidnap a child. How old were the children there? About four. Four? <laughs> That's even worse. That's even more people. At least 13, you're sort of... There's grass on the pitch. Exactly, so play ball. But when you're... <laughs> four? Oh, Lewis. I didn't want to steal them for sexual reasons, just to keep them in their original Doctor Who packaging and clothing. Right, but when we're talking about sex and you go, oh, speaking of children, I wanted to kidnap one, what is everyone going to think? <laughs> what else did you do in the week? Anything less dodgy? <laughs> I was going to see John Barrowman. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're such a pedo. What was John Barrowman like? Do a review of that. It was fantastic, fantastic, fantastic. Oh, that's good. <laughs> what was more fun, the Doctor Who or John Barrowman? Oh. Um, Doctor Who as a spectacle, Barrowman as a musical. Which one had more children? <laughs> the Doctor Who one. Right, so that's probably your favourite then. Um, and what happened at the John Barrowman thing? What did he do? Just sing. He sang, told stories, made people laugh and was generally quite cheeky. Oh, that's quite nice. He's a bit of a cheeky guy. He's not famous in America, is he? Not really, but he were in Desperate Housewives. 
doesn't really count as famous. Well, it'll give you some sort of fame. It's quite a big show. I guess. It's a bit like it's Hugh weird. Warren. It's weird, like when you get people from other countries that get famous in a different country, like Hugh Warren. Him. He can walk down the street in England and no one will say anything. In America, he gets mobbed. Because House yeah, is like the, true, the yeah. biggest program. Not not just in America, it's the, officially the biggest program in the world. Apparently, the only country it doesn't do very well is England. Probably because it's on Sky One. Oh, he's got it's got Hugh Laurie in it, and like that too. And he's just a really obvious Englishman doing an American yeah, accent. Yeah, and he's really bad at doing his accent. Give um, me that rule book. <laughs> I'd know who he was though if I saw him. Well, yeah. I watched a film with him when I was little though. That's probably why it's called Maybe Baby, and it was about people trying for a baby, so it has sex a lot. But I was really little, so I didn't really understand what was going on. He just used to come home yeah. from work in like a mad rush truck and like have sex with her really quickly and then run back to work. And I was like, what's going on here? It's mental. That sounds like the storyline to Stuart Little before they adopted that mouse. Is he? He's not in that. No, he just he is. Like... He's, he's is that him? That's Hugh Larratt. That's him? Yeah. Oh, he looks really weird in that. What's he doing in Stuart Little for? He's, um, he's Stuart. It is and him the... as well, yeah. He's, I just remember Stuart's now. adoptive father and the little boys from the little vampire. See, that's weird because as a kid, I knew him from Maybe Baby about like trying to have a baby rather than Stuart Little. Why do we ignore his best work like Blackadder and a bit of Hugh and Larry? No, but and saying House is rubbish. We're just going to uh, he was in Stuart Little in some obscure eighties film about a baby train couple. It was all right, the baby train. I don't even remember what happened. I think did they have a baby? <laughs> Probably. Let's have a look. Probably would have had a baby. I don't even remember the ending. I don't even know if I watched it all. I just remember the beginning bit when he's like rushing home to have sex. And I was too young to understand what that meant. That was like my, my sex ed at school. Oh, that is something I could talk about forever. But my sex ed at school was rubbish. I remember the video they showed us on how people have babies was a drain pipe, like the top of a drain pipe, which was meant to be like the vagina, which worried me because if a vagina looks like that, I'm bloody scared. You can put your head up it. Oh, and then like, like... They just sort of put a little baby out of it, like a doll, and they just sort of pushed it through and said, this is what it looks like when you have a baby, and pushed it through, and I was like, what the hell is going on? It has. We actually watched um, a video of a woman giving birth, but it was this particular woman's fifth child, so it wasn't (laughs) wasn't so much as a struggle. See, what's better? Is 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 it best to watch a bit sort of messy but real, or a drain pipe? Because I think the drain pipe's probably what scared me off sex. (laughs) <laughs> and why I think that it should wait till marriage. It's because I'm scared of drain pipes. <laughs> so, yeah, that was weird, that sex ed thing. The other sex ed thing we had was Johnny Condom. I don't know if you've seen that. The video of Johnny Condom. Johnny Condom. <laughs> Have you seen it? No. It's like a puppet called Johnny Condom. And they do a song that goes, Johnny Condom, Johnny Condom. And they've got, like, Michael Jackson and David Bowie puppets that sing alongside it. It's really weird. That was another sex ed lesson. The one thing you don't want to teach young children about sex is Michael Jackson. <laughs> I was. This was when I was in year 10 or something, and they showed us that. Year 10? It was meant to make us wear condoms, but like, it was just a weird... It didn't say anything. It just had a song about <laughs> it's a condom. wear your condom to school day. Wear your condom to school day. Everyone has to wear a condom and walk around with an erect willy. That's... It was... <laughs> It was weird, my school. They had really weird, like, sex ed lessons. They had one about how they said, oh, if you, um... Oh, what was it? It's like some statistic. I'm not sure how it was. But they said they split the boys and the girls up down the middle. They put the boys on one side and the girls on the other. And they said, right, girls, uh, 10% of those people, of those boys on your right, on your left or wherever it was, they will grow up and become rapists and they will try to rape you. And we were like, no, 
won't! I promise I won't! What are you saying that for? All the girls just turned and looked at us like, as if we were the most evil people in the world. How, how we were like, oh, this way, whoa, please! How many people were on that side of the room? It's quite a sweeping statement, say if there were like 15 boys. There was, um, well, 15 boys, 10% of that is like one and a half. One and a half. One will start doing it. And then, <laughs> and then decide he's doing it. <laughs> oh, this isn't wrong. I can't do this. Oh, um, this is so bad. At my school. There was about a hundred, there would have been about 70 on each side or something. At my school, we um, we had a, a sex party, which before you get into it, it's, it's not an actual, but they called it a sex party and basically had these um these cups with like the, these bits of liquid in it. And uh, we went round and yeah, if uh, if you just chatted or something, you just clinked your glasses, or yeah, the glasses. If you had safe sex, you clinked the glasses. If you had unprotected sex, you poured a bit of your liquid into each, and at the end they'd put some iodine solution in to see who would have a disease. Uh, and one of my mates thought it was funny to just go around everybody's cup pouring it in without even asking them. Right, so what? How would you judge who you have sex with? You just talk to them generally. You are characters to play. Oh, okay. And then if you sort of like that character, if you yeah, yeah. like that character, you'd do it. Well, yeah. See, right. So on the one hand, there's my school, which sort of shies away from sex. It just puts Michael Jackson and David Bowie singing a song <laughs> in order to sort of tick the boxes that they've talked about sex. Then your school, it's just an orgy. Just <laughs> everyone going around having sex with each other. Quite literally, just without the penises. And, uh, it's a bit mental. Yeah. <laughs> there's a vast difference. And that's a bit weird that the government hasn't sort of got some sort of regimented what people should know, because you'll have an unfair advantage, I'd say. <laughs> I think it's quite stupid anyway. I mean, surely, 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 once you reach that it, that it, if if you are naked with a woman, I'm pretty sure you after at really least two attempts, you're going to guess where You'd to put it. You'd figure it out, wouldn't you? <laughs> you will figure it out, I think. Yeah. Um, it's, I, I mean, think... they did it in, like, before they had school and they had sex, and everyone figured it out. Animals do it. To go serious for a minute, would it not be better to give young students' relationship advice with all the domestic abuse and other horrible stuff that goes on in England today, rather than teaching them how to have sex, when it's quite clear... That's a fair point, because a lot of the sort of... They go around having sex and they're sort of falling in love, and I do that in the little quote marks with my fingers, with people that they're not really in love with, and they sort of just like end up in... Just watch Jeremy Kyle. end up on Jeremy Kyle. Exactly. Just watch Jeremy Kyle. It says it all. It says everything that's wrong with our society. Everything's going messed up. Oh, um, Le- Leanna's just chipped in. Uh, oh, at, at, their, at their school, uh, they watched a penis become erect, timed with heat-sensitive cameras. Filmed with heat-sensitive Not timed with heat-sensitive cameras. That'd be weird if a camera was timing. <laughs> so what? Does it go hotter as it gets more? It does. <laughs> there you go. It gets hotter. It's because all the blood's going down there. Yeah. I had a friend I had a friend who thought your blood boils and that's why it goes back in her head. Your blood boils, no it doesn't. And she also thought that she also thought like you know if you wee on snow it goes yellow. Yeah. But if you sort of get a bit excited over snow, it goes purple. That like What's that? That's Where's that come from? That sort of changes the whole meaning of my blood is boiling. <laughs> I'm so angry I could have an erection. I'm so angry <laughs> My blood is boiling, and I have a massively erect penis right between my thighs. Actually, yeah, there's no thing at my school. Um, we had a, a sort of pretend penis with a condom, and a, it was just this plastic thing. Was yours blue? I can't remember. Ours was blue to be racially insensitive. Uh, racially sensitive. 
Not racist. It was a blue penis, so it wasn't racist. <laughs> That's racist to Smurfs. Well, it was quite big, so it would have been a Smurf. Smurf's plastic. It would have been like five times the size of a Smurf. It was massive. Smurf medicine, lucky Bloody girl. scary. It was a big penis. I was um, like, oh, fudge, I've got something wrong here. But like, it was really big. It was yeah, about they, the, the length of my, like, that. They are, so. From my, from my elbow very, to my fingers. Uh, very intimidating size. But yeah, some lad in my class was putting it on. Um, <laughs> putting put, the penis on? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I should have specified. Putting a condom on the penis. On the plastic penis. On the plastic penis. Right. <laughs> Not on his. Not on his um, penis. When he was trying to pull it down... But doing it the other because he was holding it upside down, he uttered the immortal words, I can't get it up. Yeah. <laughs> and then he was twisting and pulling so hard that he broke the plastic penis. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! That's worrying as well when you're doing sex ed. You're like 12 years old or something, you're learning about sex, and someone's putting a condom on and it snaps. You're, gonna get wor- you're never going to have sex again. If that happens, you feel oh, bloody hell, if I try having sex, my penis is just going to snap. Oh, that would be the p- most painful thing ever. I was talking to a friend earlier, I won't mention any names, he went to, um, this made me feel all ill, you know when you get all queasy when someone talks about how their balls hurt, he was talking about how he went to the doctor, he went to the doctor to have his balls checked over, and he was like, and he was getting them like, so he sort of, what he does, is they go in, they go right, drop, drop the trousers, and you just sort of drop them, so he would have been standing there on his little t-shirt, like, with just his like balls out, and then the doctor's right sit down. But his doctor sort of like made him put his trousers down, and then sort of waited a bit. And he said, "Oh, don't sit down just yet. I need to put the paper down." So he sort of like put the paper down, and then he sat down on it. And the doctor sort of would check him, and then like it apparently like sometimes he squeeze too hard and go, "Does that hurt?" So it's like like when they sort of tap your leg or something, and go, "Does that hurt?" <laughs> or something like that. And it's like, but with your balls, I wouldn't want that. And does this hurt? <laughs> just like sort of going uh, like no they know they're going over the top and then they go does that hurt and they know that it's going to hurt at some point Why they're trying that? to hurt your balls what's wrong with the medical profession I, um, I was at a football match recently and, and when the half time whistle went I sat down a bit quickly oh, <laughs> that's the, that and then when you sort of get it trapped when you're like, zipping up in a rush and you get a is bit, this there's something about Mary? Right? You get no, I've done it. It's horrible. You get it a what, bit. What like on there's something about Mary? Wait, I haven't seen it. You've not seen there's something about Mary? No, because I don't oh. watch rubbish films. That, that's not a rubbish film. I it's don't know. It might ben be good. Spiller in it. We're being told that we're disgusting. Is this airable? It's not even airable. This is a airable. podcast. We can just put a warning. We can put whatever on. we want. We can swear as well if we like. But so far, we haven't. We haven't swore. Which is good, because last week you swore twice and I had to believe it out. It's been bloody ages to find where you we swore. were. You swore! Bloody swore! <laughs> you swore twice. When I say bloody ages, I don't mean the swear word. I mean that I had blood on my arm while I was doing it. I was <laughs> typing so hard that my fingers were like nubbed down to little bones and all the blood was coming out. Oh, this is a bit of a disgusting your blood violin. My blood was boiling, and it was also like just sort of coming out of my hands, all my blood. It was insane. You got stigmata. I forgot where I was. I've lost my train of thought because I'm too busy thinking about my blood boiling right now. There's only one <laughs> thing on my mind. I thought this table was a bit unstable. <laughs> ah, it's not. What does that even mean? I'm not propping up a table with it. It's got legs. The table. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying this table's unstable. I wasn't relating it to anything. Quite a stable table. Stable table. Stable table. Stable table. I've got a stable table. Shall, shall we go on to? I tell you what was horrible at school. Right? Did you ever watch the um, check for testicular lumps thing with uh, what's the face from Mass Club Seven? 
Rachel Stevens. <laughs> Rachel Stevens. Have you seen it, Matt? Why is Rachel Stevens doing breast? Uh, not breast. She did a thing, right? Basically, what it was is it's really dodgy. I'm not even kidding. She sort of feels like a plum, and she's sort of rubbing it around and talking about your balls, right? And like, and you're about 14 or something, and like all the boys are in there, and all the girls are in there with us. So all the boys are sort of like sitting, like sort of cross-legged or anywhere they can, sort of like like leaning right over <laughs> their area, right? And then Rachel Stevens is talking really, 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 really sexily, right? About and, and like sort of rubbing this plum up, and then like right at the end, she bites the plum. And it's like ah! It's like the worst thing ever. She just takes a massive bite out of the plum. This has got to be a joke. This intro. I'm not even kidding. You can YouTube it as well. Type in Rachel Stevens like ah! What's that? Why that, have you brought that up? That's there something about Mary. They actually show that in the film? Yeah. Well, that's gross. That's tapping this Rachel Stevens. Just for anyone, anyone that can't see the picture, it is a ball Watch trapped the, in no, a fly. Watch There's Something About Meredith, an excellent film. Oh, they, that's cringe. Most of you probably, yeah. Honestly, yeah. type it, and also you can type in Johnny Condom on there as well. I'm not even kidding. I don't know if we can play much of right. it because Well, we'll, we'll just count. play it out loud and then you can hear it in radio. You can hear how sexy she is. Um, what is the... You know, type in like testicular cancer thing or something. Another funny thing we saw was Richard and Judy when someone was demonstrating on it how to feel for lumps. I don't know why they got these, where they got these videos from. This, this is act, this is actually it's an actual really thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, play it, play it. Hang on, we're no. gonna play the Rachel Stevens thing now. Hang on, I'll just uh, adjust the sound so everybody can uh, can hear this. This this is genuine. Ventura. She's just told you to put, keep an eye on her and put your hand down your trousers. That's the sort of thing we're talking about, right? So they're showing this at 14 years, and she is hot, and they're showing this to you when you're about 14 or something, right? So I don't know what they, why they were showing this to us at school. It's weird, isn't it? What? Right, but anyway, then she takes the bite out. Skip to the end and do the, the. She was FHM's number one girl. Thanks, Nan. She is really hot. Yeah, she just bit the pump. No, wait, wait. She bites. Yeah, she bites in a minute. Oh, she makes some joke about an erect penis. And she bites the plum! It's horrible. But anyway, that's the sort of stuff they were showing us at school for some reason. And the other one was Richard and Judy, some guy checking his balls to show how it's done, to create awareness of how he should do it properly or something. And then right at the end, Richard sort of goes, thank you. And the guy who was checking his ball shakes his hand <laughs> with the same hand. It was so funny. Anyway, that's the sort of videos we got at school, which don't... They don't sound as fun as yours, although we did get to see her being quite sexy. And we did get to see a puppet show about Johnny Condom, which yeah. is always good. Um, right, now we're going to move on to our item of Google Fight. Let's take a break Google. from the sex. That's Throw what it she off said. again. Take a break from the sex, that's what she said. <laughs> um, do all those jokes, do all the dirty jokes. What other jokes can we get? Oh, come on, I meant the word as in to sort of arrive, but uh, someone, someone's made a joke about it being something else. Oh, funny. Right, go on to Google Fight. Right, here's the Google fight. Um, ah, we got to pick a band first. Oh, right. Oh, a thing. Let's do a band and then a thing. Um, right then. Uh, my band, uh, yeah, basically, even though we do have differing uh, opinions, we do overlap. This, today, I've been listening to some Drowning Pool, and I know you quite like them, and I quite like them. So, But I want to pick Drowning Pool for my band. Well, now our plan's ruined. <laughs> we spent ages before the show trying to find which band we were going to do so this bit could be smooth transition 
We were going to do a whole thing. We had a whole like north and south thing going. Oh on. yeah, yeah, we did. Sorry, I forgot about that. Oh, I don't know if we can do it now. We can. Let's let's just pretend. That it's like um. Have you seen Williamsville where they have the dream bit and then they just go across the screen and go. Alright, let's make a rewinding noise with our mouths. Now we're gonna do our item Google fight and. Lewis, what band are you going to pick today? I'm going to stay Noven and pick Oasis. Noven? Noven. Where's the Nove? Are you from the Sun? <laughs> What's wrong with you? He's going to stay Northern and pick Oasis. Well, that instantly means I have to challenge you with my southernness for Pit Blur. So it's going to be Oasis versus Blur. I think I know he's going to win. I think Oasis will win. I think Oasis will win. Um, a lot of shopping centres have an Oasis area where you can eat food and whatnot. Oh. But blur could be a blur. <laughs> so, so make a fight. Make them fight. Make these two. I think blur. I think Oasis will win. Just to clarify, we do both like both Bing. bands. <laughs> we like Bing. Yeah, Oasis has won. Yeah, Oasis has won. But quite a bit. Blur can stay in the south. Actually, I don't mind. But I have seen them both, and I like Damon Alvern. The Gorillas are a bit overrated. Like gorillas, I like, I like them, but they're not as good as what everyone makes out to be. I really like Demon Days, and then the others is alright, but nothing special. Melancholy Hills, now, but I reckon that when we this comes to the edit, we should put we should finish the show with Gorillas Melancholy Hill. Have you not heard oh. it? Uh, is that on the new album? Yeah, I would have. Yeah, I can't remember which one it do, is. Do 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 do. Oh yeah, from those few notes that you sang so out of tune, I instantly recognise the tune. <laughs> Thank you, Lewis, for clarifying that. Right now, let's do our Google fight about a thing. What? Where's this come from? This wasn't planned. Right, a thing. Well, actually, to be fair, we didn't plan much of this at all. Can my thing be John Barrowman? It's not really a thing. It's a right. Your thing is John Barrowman. My thing is a penis. Make it fight. Just to keep it. <laughs> On set. John Barrowman's had lots of fights with penises in his time. <laughs> <laughs> he might have had a couple of wrestles with a penis. Right, who's going to win out? Of course I'm going to win this time. And, and the winner, winner is... is... Oh! oh! Only just penis! <laughs> Only just penis by about 20... Right, by about 200,000. But still... Leanna, Leanna loves to... John Barrowman. You like that notepad, don't you? Lana sat in our studio uh, with a notepad out, scribbling little notes down for us to say things on. It's quite good, actually, having like a little... I don't know, what's her job title? Leanna's Scram. writing down her job title now. <laughs> producer. Our producer, Leanna. You, that means you should pay us money so we can do this. That's what a producer is, isn't it? Yeah, they should edit the shirt together too and stuff like that. So keep us in check. She should be keeping us in check. She's failing. Maybe we should fire her and just keep ourselves in check by not keeping ourselves. We wouldn't fire you, Leanna, don't worry. We've also got Matt here. Hi, Matt, again. How you doing? Matt doesn't really want to be on the radio show. He's shy, but I'd speak to him. Shall we just get him involved more than necessary? (laughs) It's up to him. Matt, do you want to be involved in a little bit? Do a quick interview (laughs) on life in Lancashire. Come over, come over. You're going to need to come over because you're a mumbler. Matt mumbles. We don't know if this is airable because he does mumble quite a bit, don't you, Matthew? <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be heard. Right, Matthew, what's Lancashire like? It's like Yorkshire, but wetter. Like Yorkshire, but wetter. Is, uh, where do you live? I live in East Lancashire. So. In East Lancashire. There you go. That's, that's Matt. <laughs> what, what is your favourite Lancashire dish? 
Hatva, uh, Betty's Hatva. No, I don't actually have it that much, but I didn't like it when I had it. <laughs> I'm lost. <laughs> I'm lost, I don't know what's going on. All of a sudden, the northern people are speaking. And I know what Hot Pot is, but I don't know what Betty What does that mean? Betty's Hot Pot? Ever watched Coronation Street? No, I've never watched Coronation Street. It's a documentary set in Manchester. <laughs> it's about real life. No, yeah, exactly. I don't watch Coronation Street, do I? I watch EastEnders. Yeah, neither do I. But... I don't watch EastEnders. I've never watched EastEnders. It's rubbish. That woman that we saw in Manchester, that was stood there with the fag in the mouth, the pinion, the tram, and the oh, actual yes. curl. Yeah. Just in the middle of... Not like a pedestrian, you know, just a normal street. It was in the city centre on a really busy business. She looks really stuff. sort of typical 80s Northern or something. She, like, if you were drawing the 70s stereotypical Manchester woman. 70s. <laughs> Not 50s. No, 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 she was no, she was like 70s, 80s. No, she'd been like straight out of This Is England. Someone's mum from This Is England. You can imagine her, yeah, like trying to keep her seven kids in check while getting ready to go down to the working men's club. Yeah, while he's down the mine or something. And he sort of turns up all covered in soot and goes, all right, I'll all back home. And she's like, where have you been? I'm out. I can't even do with a woman. Where have you been? I've got all these babies here. And he's like, oh, sure. And then that's what happens. That's what happens in the north, isn't it? There's down south what happens. Like, he comes back and he's like, all right, love. You are love. Who are you? And she's like, oh, I'm, I'm from Essex. And I've always got my legs open. And then he's like, oh, it's, it's all right, lovely jubbly. And then they just sort of, just never speak to each other again. <laughs> Basically, that's what the South is. And then he goes off and shank for someone. Yes. That's all what is in the South. Apparently, I'm better with a Northern accent. I've got a video of me with a Northern accent that I have to show you guys. It's just a little by point. Shall, shall we switch accents again? Let's switch accents. All right, now then, now then. Why, why can't you do anything from the North without you turning into Jimmy Savile? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like, I, to... <laughs> I can't do anything from the South without it saying to Dick Van Dyke. Well, that's how it is, isn't it? <laughs> I also do this. I don't know why I do this when I do it. Yeah, I don't know what just happened there. I've gone all weird and not northern. <laughs> What's that? Where's that come from? Oh, my gosh. I'm yeah. speaking all weird languages. You've made a rock. Palaver right <laughs> sounds like a type of dessert. Yeah. Pavlova. I'm hungry now, thanks for that. You fool. Shall we go and buy a palava? A bit of a palava in here, a bit of a palava! Excuse me, shopkeep, you got any palava a bit? Right, now let's do this. Type in north and type in south and let's see who wins. On Google Fight this is. This is it, this is the ultimate way to solve all the debates of whoever. No, don't type in south! No! If you win, this is gonna... <laughs> <laughs> That's not fair, is it? Because you've written north and then southern, southern um blank, southern blanker. blanker. <laughs> Shall we say? Type it in properly. Come on, don't cheat. Oh dear. <laughs> right, let's see who wins. North or south? It might be north. I hope it's the south. Hang on, why did I say I hope it's I hope it's the north? Yeah, <laughs> the south has won. The south will win. Although North America won over the south. But that's in America, and not in England, where the South is better. It's technically South. the Union. Technically the Union. Matthew's studying history, so he knows loads about history. We could do that, an item. Oh, let's do an item. Oh, let's have Sheffield Harpenden. Oh, that's not funny, is it? <laughs> do Sheffield Luton, at least. Come on. <laughs> you don't live properly in Sheffield. You live in some weird little villagey thing. I live in Sheffield. <laughs> it's not in the village. <laughs> it's got a weird name. Ah! <laughs> Harpenden's better than Sheffield! Oh my gosh, it's 
is the best day of my life. What? Is that being like that? surely a mistake. Oh, uh, oh, come on, don't put capitals in. That's not going to matter. That, seriously, that was... Well, well, well. Never, Look at that. Uh, until I <laughs> met you, I've never heard of Harpenden. Well, it's on Monty Python, <laughs> and it's in it's in Monty Python, one and it's in pi- Peep Show. One of the Pythons is from Sheffield. <laughs> yeah, well, they like Harpenden on it. And <laughs> it's in Peep Show, and what's his face? George Orwell doesn't like Sheffield, but he probably likes Harpenden. Yeah, and who else? Who's, who else is from there? Yeah, uh, if they have in Sheffield, there's... Eric Morecambe is from Harpenden. Well, he started from off there. He's from Morecambe. He's from, start... <laughs> from, yeah, from Who, Eric Morecambe? Yeah. Who's the other one? He changed his name to Representative. Ernie uh, Wise. Ernie Wise is from a little village. No, Eric Morecambe, start, he started up in Harpenden. He started up there. No, or something. He, he, he was chairman of Luton Town, so he might have lived there. He lived around there. Ooh. Yeah, Google fight's wrong. <laughs> Google fight's wrong? Yeah, because if you look, actually Google it, you've got about 4 million less than Sheffield. Yeah, We'd be basing all our judgments 49. on Google for 49 million less Yeah, well, I'm sorry that I live in a small town, whereas <laughs> you live in a city. But why is Google fight wrong? That's mm. weird. Well, well, we'll give you this result anyway, because... Let me spell everything right. Yeah. <laughs> we'll oh, give you this weird. one anyway, because... Google fight rules over Google. <laughs> so should we ta- should we have Google versus Google? Let's get off the whole Google fight. <laughs> Google fight is a I've never heard of it before. You brought it up last week. Uh, I remember some presenter doing it. Uh, he he mentioned it once, but he didn't go on to do it like we do. Right, because he's probably <laughs> professional, whereas we're not. But, yeah, but we're not meant to be professional anyway. It's all right. Google, Google whacking. Oh no, that's an awful. That's the game, game of trying to get just one result. I've done it. I can't remember what I typed in. I remember the second word was taxi Did you type in Harpenden? No, the second word was taxidermy. And the first one, I can't remember what it was. But I did it. I managed to do it. It was well good. What you do is you get two words and then and they have to be real words and then you just get one result and that's a Google work. I've done that. And you've done Wikipedia races as well. Yep. They're fun. That's when you both start on the same page, two computers at once. You start on the same page, someone gives you a target page and completely unrelated to what page you're on. You have to get there using the links on Wikipedia. It's oh, quite fun. It takes ages. Fun. It's well good to do when you're in sixth form and bored and meant to be doing work. It's brilliant, Wikipedia. Right, Matthew, mm-hmm. this is our new item. Matthew talks about history. Right, we're going to give you some history questions and you have to answer them truthfully and, and to your best knowledge. Right. Um, Adolf Hitler's maiden name? Um, Schnickelgruber. You don't really get a maiden name for a man, maybe. No, that's why the answer was Hitler. <laughs> That's why. Right. That's one. Right. Okay. Let's mark him. Let's mark him. That's one wrong. We're going to give you ten questions and see how good your history knowledge is. Right. Number two. Uh, from what period was Julius Caesar the king of Greece? I thought you were just getting silly. Right. That's wrong. The answer was never. Right. The next question, Lewis. Go for it. Jewish people over history generally viewed as good or bad. Um. Generally quite unpopular. Generally quite popular. It's, it's true. It's true, so he's got one right there, so that's good. <laughs> right, uh, next question is... Um, was this treatment fair? It's my turn. Oh, of well, the Jews or of me? Of the Jews. He's thinking I'll say, about I'll say no. He's, he's That's one wrong. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I actually have nothing against Jewish people. We're giving that one. Right, next one. Jewish, if you were a man who came from... Uh, Lesbos, what sort of a man are you? <laughs> Probably a refugee. 
<laughs> yeah, that's quite clever answer. We'll give you that one. Right, next question is, if you're a man who came from Atlantis, what sort of a man are you? Good at swimming. Good answer. You're good at this. The history lark. Right, Lewis, your turn to answer a question. How many have done? One, two, three, four, five, six. We've got four more. Can yeah. I ask you something? Yeah, you can do it back to us afterwards. Some proper questions. Yeah, some proper questions. But Lewis, go yeah. on, we've got four left. Black History Month, true or false? False. It's true. true. Oh. <laughs> oh no, it's a, an X. I just yeah. taste it. <laughs> right, uh, let's do another question. Let's do. Right, in World War One, who was the captain of the Chinese rebellion? <laughs> there was none. There was none, correct! Well done! There was no Chinese rebellion in World War One Because they would have been shot. <laughs> because they would have been shot. Would they? Rebellion in China. In those days? They tied the women's feet together. Tied together. They, they put them in tiny little shoes so their feet go all cramped. Yeah, then they tie the shoes. And they're not tying their feet together. They used to walk yeah. in pain. They have like hooves. <laughs> That's not. They're not tied together, hooves. <laughs> their feet are tied up, but they're, they're not tied together. It's not like the shoelace trick. <laughs> you're trying to make someone trip over. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Right. Next when was the shoelace trick invented? Uh, 1934. That is false. It was 1933, but oh. close. Nice try. Right, and the uh, final question is, uh, what is Che Guevara's real name? Ernesto. Was his first name? And Che Guevara still his real name? No, I think Che was a made-up name. Oh, yeah, it was a made-up name. Where was he from? Uh, was he Venezuela? Argentina. Argentina. I thought his name was Charlie. Oh, no, no. That's an actual proper question. I Where thought his from? name was Charlie Gibbons. Uh, no, that's not Che Guevara, that's <laughs> someone else. Right, Matthew, your turn to ask us questions. Speaking of Julius Caesar, when did he get killed? In the Roman times! That's oh, one point for me! Oh, <laughs> Lewis! Yes. Well done, me and Lewis. Well, Next question, please. Um... What was his position upon being stabbed? He was dictator for life. He was dictator for oh! life. Yeah, he told me yesterday. Right, next. Are you actually a history student? He's actually a properly history student. I didn't just what do you, make that what up. Why do you actually study? Uh, like what? Mom, I studied medieval history and religious history. He knows everything about everything, though. Everything. Honestly, he knows everything. I know nothing about nothing. I know nothing about nothing. <laughs> there are some small gaps in my knowledge. Some small gaps in my knowledge, like where Che Guevara from, you didn't know that. Okay. And you didn't know what year the shoelace trick was invented. Right, next question for us. We're doing alright at the moment, um, this is best in history. What date did World War II start for this country? Oh, I don't know. Come on, you've got an excuse. I'm going to read the back of my book. Which number? Yeah, get the year. 1914. Oh, 1914? 1914! World War One. No, World War II. Oh, 1942? Uh, actually, in that oh, picture, okay, Japan one not end until like quite recently. It was uh, no, it was in August. Was in, was in, this in August. Yeah, August. Right, I got it wrong that one. So that's one. But still, we're doing pretty good. We're doing better than you. Apparently, Matthew. Doing better than us. Right, Matthew. Next question. Hmm. Uh, so you know you're Italian and everything. You should know this one. 
when did Italy start to exist as a country? Well, it depends whether you mean as a... So like, the Italy that we know and love today. I mean, but I know, I mean, I know. 18. It's not it really one set date. It depends when you're saying when, what when event did it become? Did it become universe? Which year did it Officially, it was 1861, wasn't it? 61, no. 59. No. It's then. 1870. No, it didn't. Yeah, it no, it didn't. Honestly, Google that one, because I'm convinced. Year, I did a whole project on that. I'm ticking it. Although, the board is the Honestly, the, well, it depends what you mean by Garibaldi went around doing all his whole thing, and it was over by 1864. <laughs> then he invented them biscuits. Then he invented them biscuits. But like he did that thing, he did this whole unification thing, and then they signed a treaty in '61 or something. Hey, I make a country. I have some sugar. Do you want the next question? we find out about that one, I'll give myself a tick. I know you can cross a tick. Here's a good one. How many Punic wars were there? Punic wars. Punic. But we've now renamed them as pubic wars to relate it back to sex. There were no pubic wars. We're not pubic wars. Right, so that's the right answer. (laughs) Well done, us. Next question. How many punic wars were there? There were three. The last last one meant with a council war. What's a punic war? So it was between Rome and Carthage. Oh, okay. Quite important. Sweet. Next one. Do you think people are getting bored? The people aren't getting bored of this, this is fun. What's the next question? Uh, when was the Wales radio invented? Uh, doesn't matter. Yeah! Right, okay, let's just add them up. Let's just. Uh, oh, we drew. Well done, Matthew. Uh, me, and, me and you and Lewis all got the same someday, score. I'll have my let's own do a high five, Lewis. Do you find out about the Italian unification? Because this show is also um, educational. 1870. Right, well, there you go. The process began in 1815 and ended sometime around 1871. This is what I'm saying. It's not clear. Sometime it is clear. It's not clear. It definitely is. Garibaldi finished his little job. Oh, Who the hell is it? Oh, I'm offended. Who's that yeah, That's, um, um something. I think I should happen? take over the show here because these Contadi- two are just talking about Cavon. Italians and really no one's a... Too interested in Italians except for Michael and Matt oh, for some oh, reason. Michael. There's no clear date. Now there you've gone into World War Two, you've gone too far, you've gone too far. Yeah. We, we all know. There's no clear it. date. Ah, leave it. Right, we'll we'll find out for next week or something. Yeah, I don't know. I'll show you a bit. 1861. Oh my gosh, look at that memory. The Kingdom of Italy existed from 1861 to now. Oh no, it's not a kingdom anymore. They chucked the king out and did a wee on the statue in my town where I'm from. That's not even a joke. And someone left a bucket of poo there as well because they don't <laughs> like the royal family. Yeah, not even from Italy or from Harpen. Yeah, but the town where I go and where my family would not originate from, but where they live, they did a poo by a statue. Where did they originate from? Should be proud. Down the south. Ah. Uh. I don't <laughs> like that flag. I don't like it when they've got the weird stuff on it. That's yeah. like the American Confederate flag. Yeah, it's a bit weird when they put stuff on flags. I don't. It's like um. I feel that should be followed sp- by a Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, it's basically got basically the southern flag on it, on the middle of the Italian flag. Right, so let's round up this show. It's about time to round it up. Yeah, we, we should have probably so rounded it up about 20 minutes ago. What have we learned? <laughs> what have we learned about sex today, Lewis? What have you learned about sex? Um, if there's one thing you can take away from today that you've learned, what have you learned? Well, I've learned that it's fun to go on Facebook places and set your location as your girlfriend. 
Right. <laughs> I don't know when we discussed that, when you learned that during the show. Have you updated your Facebook status during this show? Louise turns up and just checks into Leanna. Right, fair enough. She likes this. <laughs> she likes this. <laughs> I Her learned... mother disapproves. What did I learn about sex? I learned that... Let me think what I learned about sex. Right. The little girl I'll kick ass is not hot and you're not allowed to like her. <laughs> Do not pick up children from Doctor Who ever, ever, ever. And the third thing I learned about sex is women are nice and quite fun. Except for the ones in Cosmo. Apart from the one in Cosmo, they are not hey, nice I, and not have, fun. Where I put the little things in Cosmo, it makes it look like uh, Pixie Lot's got horns. It does. <laughs> he, he's put little. We didn't even. Did we use those pages? Yeah. Oh, right, he put a little post-it notes in to find the pages easier. And it, the front cover's got Pixie Lot on, and it looks like she's got devil horns. Which is probably quite accurate. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, I like this picture. This is what I've learned. This picture is quite... Is that a girl? This picture's even better. Oh, no, it's not. Oh, no, it's just her hair in her... In his... that, half of that picture's quite good. Um, that's what I've learned. Some of the pictures in... Co- oh, my gosh. She's taking the bra off. So the pictures in Cosmo are quite fun, that's what I've learned. So I'm going now to buy Cosmo. Let's leave it where we... Let's leave the show. Right, uh, thank you very much for listening, if you have, which you probably haven't. Um, we hope you have a nice little week until the next show, which we might or might not do. We don't know. I've been Michael Pasquale. Um, I've been Lewis John Southam of Sheffield. And we are going to say goodbye now. Bye, bye, love you. I love you also. And But not, but in, not, a, not, quite not in a sex a, way. Not in a sex way. Unless you're a child. i